Testing one, two, three, here I go. Give me that microphone. Welcome to the Makeup Artist Chronicle, where we are demystifying the hype in the beauty industry and giving it to you real. I'm your host, Julia Lupin. Hello, my sweet, angelic, beautiful listeners. Thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to do this episode. This episode, we have a special guest. Her name is Lex Agelsoff, and she is an actor living in Los Angeles. She's also one of my dearest, dearest friends and co-host of The Peony Podcast, an arts and culture podcast that we do together that comes out every Thursday. It's a really great show. Go check it out. I wanted to have her on this pod to kind of give you a sense of our dynamic, but also talk beauty. So she shares her most profound beauty memory. She talks about everyday makeup versus the craziest theater makeup she ever had to do. And also, y'all, she has the strongest winged liner game in the game. Love it. It's perfect every time. So I needed to get her secret. And luckily, she shares that with us on this episode. So without further ado, I give you my conversation with Lex. Please enjoy it and please tune into the peony. And if you feel so inclined, please tell your friends, your family, and throw us some reviews, throw some stars our way. That's going to help more people find the podcast, either this one, the Makeup Artist Chronicle, or the peony, or both. And the more people, the stronger our community. So thank you so much for being here. And without further ado, I give you my conversation with Lex Agelsoff. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming on my other pod, my first first baby. Your first baby pod. Thank you for having me on your baby pod. I am so excited. I feel like, so I talk about the peony on this podcast so often, and Mm -hmm. I feel like the people should know what they're getting into if they're going to listen, who we are (laughs) together, what our dynamic is, and I feel figured we would just have a little chit chat, uh, just being ourselves the way that we usually are. Um, but let's talk like beauty and art and all the shit that we really, really love. Yeah. Um, so Lex is an actor living in Los Angeles, um, doing all the actings, but mostly liking the theater. Is that an excellent intro? (laughs) That's a beautiful intro. Your intros are always the best. I'm like, when I have to read you my bio, I'm going to have Julia write it and just, just let it fly. You know? Yeah. Um, See, this is why I struggle with writing copy or writing captions or anything, because mm. I just need to be able to say something as it comes into my mind. Sometimes before it comes into my mind, it just goes straight out of my mouth and (laughs) it just, then it's gone. Then you just freestyle. mm -hmm, Yep. Amazing. Exactly. Then I'll have you freestyle my bio. I'll transcribe it. Boom. Perfect. There you go. Perfect. Do you want me to freestyle like I just was before we went on air when mm. I was making up a ghost sage cleansing rap <laughs> to the beat of to the window to the wall? If you want to recreate that moment, okay. we can. Okay. Um, Maybe not on this episode. Maybe okay. we'll have to have the people come over to the the peony. The people come over to the peony. That is tough. Hey, hey, Maria, you come over here. Uh, <laughs> oh, did you just go to the Pesci place? I just went to the, well, I sort of, I went to the Hey Arnold place. Oh, okay. But, okay. but Pesci adjacent, I would think. Pesci, of course. Yeah. We love Joe Pesci. We do. So now that you are on the air, yes. we have you on record. This oh. will live on forever. Oh, God. I need to know the answer to this question. This is the first question I had when I met you. I think I posed it to you at the moment, (laughs) but my attention memory is just horrendous. So the people need to know, and by the people, I mean myself. How do you get your freaking winged eyeliner so damn perfect every time <laughs> thank you every every time you're like your winged eyeliner is so great i'm like is it i'm pretty sure it's lopsided um thank you i a lot of trial and error um i recently made the switch back to using a gel liner to like 
create the initial look and then I yeah. go over with a uh, liquid liner um, to oh. sharpen everything. I have hooded eyes, so it like mm. is always a problem. But actually, TikTok has been super helpful. Uh, oh. Like, honestly, TikTok has been a game changer across the board, like mental health, all, all of it. I'm like, oh, a okay. journal prompt. One of the things that uh, I've started doing is now I only do the eyeliner from like middle of my eye out since I have hooded eyes and also very large football shaped eyes um <laughs> so says my ophthalmologist okay thanks. thank you <laughs> yeah it's like great more prone to astigmatism and uh red what is it retinopathy maybe we're like I see these words but I don't know what they mean it, it basically like the shape of my eye and because they're so big like I and more prone to potentially like damaging the, I think it's the retina than mm -hmm. losing vision. So they're like, you, it's really important that you come in for your yearly checkup. And so far everything's fine, but I'm not gonna lie when my ophthalmologist was like, this thing could happen to you. I spent a lot of time panicking about it and then went on the internet and they're like, it doesn't happen very often. So you're probably oh, fine. The one yeah. time that the internet gave a medical diagnosis that was less alarming than an actual doctor. Exactly. I was like, ah, oh, lens crafter, why you do this to me? Doctors say weird shit all the time. My doctor the oh, other absolutely. day, TMI, but I was talking about my IUD. So I have an IUD <laughs> for my reproductive reproductive health, for my periods, all that. Mm -hmm. I'm getting married. And so we were discussing like what a timeline would look like for a family, blah, 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 blah. And my doctor's just like reviewing my chart, looks at me and just goes, I don't think you'll have a problem. I bet you're like super fertile. That's literally <laughs> she was like, you're probably super fertile. I was like, Thank thanks. You. What a compliment. Well, I know. So between your <laughs> eyes, your big football shaped eyes and my uterus, I think we're hitting it out of the park. Ayo. So you start at the middle of your eye. You use a gel first. What do you use? Okay, so use a gel first. Uh what I do first is I actually I don't start at the middle of my eye first. So what I do is I have my eyes open and then I'll start from like the out, outer corner of my eye up to the crease and do like find the angle that I want and then I'll like widen my eyes, I'll raise my eyebrows oh. so that way I don't like the hood is not yeah as prominent yeah, and then yeah, yeah. make sure like is this line straight <laughs> and then I'll try to match the other side and I find uh, gel liners a lot easier to wipe away and mm -hmm mess with so that way I can get kind of like even sides and then what I did today is I did the the bat wing um is that the one where when you look straight on it looks like a solid wing like a mm -hmm. solid line yeah but then when you when you close your eyes close as a hooded eyes. eye you have mm -hmm. There's almost like an an angle, like a negative space in the middle. Exactly. Yeah. So it um that's what I wound up doing today. It was not intentional, but yeah. my liner was like, this is what we're doing today. I was like, all right, this is what we're doing today. Yeah. Um, so then once the like outer angle is created, then if you're doing the bat wing, keeping your eyes open and like your eyebrows relaxed. Um, so that way you have the hood down, you just kind of connect from the outer point of the line in towards the like bringing it in. Uh, towards the crease and then you create like little bat wings so it's it's yeah. fun and and then I'll uh, line as thin as I can um, from the middle of my eye out towards the outer corner so that way I get the like a full thing but then sometimes if I'm feeling really risky I'll try to connect the outer point to like the middle of the eye and see what happens it varies from the other Ooh. day I tried to do like a really dramatic cat eye and uh could not get them even. So I was like, I guess I'm not wearing eyeliner today. So then I just wiped it clean. So yeah, every time you compliment me on my eyeliner, I'm like, oh, thank you. It was a struggle yeah. and took me at least 30 minutes to do. Yeah, I think I think what I really, really love that you do is when you do your baby wing, because mm. I feel like that's the place where most people struggle is you do you do a small wing as small as you can in terms of thickness and then mm -hmm. you're like shit it's not even <laughs> so then you add a little more yeah. and you add and then all of a sudden you have this like you look like a mob wife or like <laughs> who was who was there was an actress maybe i'm thinking of like elizabeth taylor i'm sorry to anyone that i disrespected saying that there was a oh no no i'm thinking of the the vh1 reality show wow i can't believe i just 
accidentally called that woman Elizabeth Taylor, the internet is going to cancel me. <laughs> I'm on the show, so that's appropriate. We're we're always about to get canceled. Yeah. VH1's reality show where all the celebrities, like the B-C-less celebrities or Z-less celebrities. And she had yeah. like the spidery, spidery, spidery mascara. She was older. She was an older woman. And she always had like ridiculous kiki makeup. I think her name was Ooh. like Faye or May or something like that. I'm going to look it up and I'm going okay. to put it on Instagram because her face is so prominent in my mind. So I feel like some of us will start out being like, ooh, cute little like little mm-hmm. baby wing, little like like Gen Z model Hadid baby wing. And then we just very quickly go VH1 Z-less celebrity yep. makeup. So what are the products that you use? Uh, yeah, so right now I'm using, I'm using L'Oreal's uh, gel liner. And then for the liquid liner, I'm using NYX Professional Love Lust Disco Epic Ink Eyeliner. There's a lot of words Whoever named that product should be fine. <laughs> I know. Um, but that's the one that I really like uh, right now. I like NYX a lot. It's like not super expensive. It stays yeah. on really well, even without primer, which is nice. Because then if I use primer, it takes me like 10 minutes just to get it off of one eyeball. So I just bought a bunch of NYX when I was, so you know how I was doing my sugar detox. And then I had that one day where I thought I had COVID, where I was just in bed, had a fever, yeah. did not feel well. It was just coming off of the sugar. I, in my stupor, put mm-hmm. in a huge order at Ulta. And I just yes. got it today and it was just like a bunch of Nyx and Morphe stuff. And it, I don't, I guess in my mind, <laughs> it was one of those things of like, Ooh, this is cute. Ooh, this is cute. And, and just mm-hmm. like, like my sober mind or like my clear mind is always like, I am going to, to do research on a product. I am going to try it. I'm going mm-hmm. to invest in it if that's the case. Da, da, da. But like, drunk me or non-sober me or like incapacitated me in any sense Uh is like three dollars what's three dollars i can get 24 different colors of this (laughs) lip liner for three dollars each yeah that's how they get you yeah and it i find like a lot of times their products are pretty good like i'm like i spent seven dollars on this liquid like lip liner slash lipstick like great okay i don't feel bad about it not making it a full 12 hours but it made it through seven like amazing i just the other night speaking of like making purchases just sort of on a whim i was Uh up really late i know (laughs) and i was like you know i need to get more um i needed to get a couple of things from ulta which is always like how it starts right you're like oh. i'm sorry and you didn't call me you didn't flash up you didn't just like <laughs> wink one of your eyes to shoot the bat signal to me, me. <laughs> i know i know well okay so what happened was so i was on ulta and i was like um as as you know i am going through an eyebrow journey um because i was a teenager in the early 2000s which means i plucked my eyebrows to hell and back um Same. and i'm still trying to like they're very patchy they're they're getting better but um so i i texted you and was like what do you think of eyebrow serums and julia came at me with so much information it was so helpful um it was a multi-tiered plan of attack is what i like to call it <laughs> yeah. and uh so i settled on doing the uh, castor oil and um, some vitamin E oil, which nice. I've I've been done two nights so far. So you know, nice. nothing's happened. My skin's not on fire. Are you just putting them on, or are you like, what are you doing? Yeah. So um, I got like a little mini applicator brush. So I'm brushing it into my eyebrows, massaging it in with my finger, and then using um, like a an eyebrow brush, and then brushing it in, um, and just. Mm-hmm going to bed with that on my face so we'll see what happens i would recommend before you start that like Mm -hmm. the first step take a spoolie like a clean dry spoolie Uh and just really exfoliate that area like don't be too rough but definitely just like like shimmy the spoolie on your brow around your brow really kind of invigorate those follicles to wake up because then they're going to absorb that product a little bit better and ultimately it's going to basically be the kick in the ass they need to start making hair if they're still alive 
Because that's what Excellent. I told you. They're, yes. they're, they might be have, dead. <laughs> yeah. So we have just like the hair on our head, the hair, our brows, like we have dormant follicles and we have dead follicles. So dormant, like if you continuously pluck your eyebrows, if you continuously pull your hair back in a very tight ponytail, that kind of tension can result in your follicles to essentially be like, okay, I'm going to, I need a break. I'm worn <laughs> out. I'm tired. I'm just going to go to sleep. And you can reinvigorate them. You can bring them out of that like sleeping beauty, just a little kiss of love (laughs) of product. But there are some that after a while, they're just, they're dead. They die. And that Mm -hmm. could be genetic. That could be tension-based. That could be stress-based. That could be psoriasis-based. There are so many different things that contribute to that. But once they're dead, the only thing that can help is a transplant, which you can get a hair transplant that we know you can also get an eyebrow transplant, which a lot of people don't really know about. Um, but I think it's, I want to say it's like 1500 for a brow. That's both brows, but Hey, if you're like, you've been through it, you've done all the things you've already invested all this money and it really is still a pain point for you. Like I say, do it. Yeah. I'm trying to see where I can get. And then We'll we'll see what happens because I uh, I like I, I was looking at photos of me as a kid and I'm half Italian so I had like those like like thick dark eyebrows and then eighth grade rolled around and I was like I'm getting made fun of for my unibrow and my mom just waxed them like to hell and back so we'll see what happens but if not that's that's all right we'll figure it out I once dated a guy. Uh, my first serious boyfriend <laughs> on Staten Island, shout out Nick, who hey. would get his eyebrows waxed. And you know what? I, he needed it. <laughs> was he Italian? He was Sicilian. There it is. <laughs> he knows what's up. Yeah, my yeah. cousins are, uh, my family on the East Coast were uh, Sicilian as well. And my a lot of my cousins are very well groomed. Like my cousin Chris in particular, who I found out uh, the last time I saw him, was approached when he was in high school to be on Jersey Shore. <laughs> That's amazing. Because he was like a party boy, but uh, he said no because his mom would get really mad at him, <laughs> which is true. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So in this eyebrow journey, I was uh, on Ulta looking at every like, um, I think I want to buy at least two of the... Um, like the micro pens to fill in your, to fill in your brows. Um, So I got two directly from Ulta. I think I went with the it cosmetics and um, urban decay. Mm -hmm. And then I was looking Mm -hmm. at the NYX one because it was like not super expensive, but they didn't have the color that I wanted Mm because they only had black or a lighter Brown. And I, I have black brows, but I like to go with like a shade lighter or else I just, Mm -hmm. I get like the clown look happening if I go with black to fill my eyebrows. Like it's it's too bold. It's too much. Like and someone like, oh, no. someone someone drew eyebrows <laughs> on their shih tzu. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, what's happening? And so I went to Nix's website and they had the color that I wanted in stock. Shout out to Espresso. That's the color I go with. But then because I am personally attacked by Nix, they were doing a, a Tetris line right now. And I yes. love you. We've talked about this. I love yes. Tetris. And yes. so they have like these wild um, eyeliner shades. And then they have they have an eyeshadow palette. And I was like, you can't buy this. You're never going to use all of these. This is also like a novelty product. Like, wait, what mm-hmm. are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. It's like 80 shades for like $40. And I was like, yeah. I don't don't do it. Don't do it. And then I kept going back to it and I did it. So good. Don't touch it. Don't open it. Don't yeah, touch it. Don't I'm just it. gonna stare at it and be like, "Wow." I, so well, beautiful. I feel like a little like you have baseball cards, you have action figures, mm-hmm. you have all of these things that people collect. These limited drops that I feel like I've talked about this before on this pod, where yeah. these limited drops are specifically meant to be collectors' items. If you look yeah. at it, the shades and the formulations are absolutely nothing special from the permanent pieces in the regular line but they're meant to be essentially stored and saved and then if you ever find yourself in a pickle a decade down the line you might be able to fetch a pretty penny for it 
So I'm just, I'm just, I'm being yeah. your financial manager in this one piece of advice that I know for <laughs> a fact will cash out in the future. Do not even start to even begin to ask me about Bitcoin. Don't know. I, I won't because I don't know and I have don't. no intention of knowing. Don't. But I will tell you that the Lizzie McGuire ColourPop limited edition that just dropped is going to be worth a buttload of money, especially oh, down the line when everyone, Disney and everyone gets over all their bullshit and they actually start putting out the Lizzie McGuire reunion as it's meant to be. Then people are going to lose their shit. Yeah. Anyway, it's... that's my soapbox. I love Lizzie McGuire. Miranda was the shit. <laughs> I love, uh, I don't know if I've ever seen you get so passionate about anything from pop culture, but Lizzie McGuire, like your soul is ablaze. And yes. It's a privilege and, to watch. And I was never into, I mean, I was never really into Lizzie. I thought, I mean, I get it. She's like the protagonist, but I always thought she was whiny as fuck. I was always into Miranda. I was like, oh, yeah. you have a good moral compass. You're allowed. You're opinionated. You don't give a fuck. You're so strong. I'm like, yes, absolutely. And I believe yeah. she's a Latina woman. Am I incorrect I... in saying that? Hi friends, butting in here to let you know that we fact-checked. She's played by an actress named Lelaine, and Lelaine is a first-generation Filipino-American. And the character of Miranda Sanchez was a Mexican-American. I just... Yes? I love Miranda so much. Yeah, she is great. So you got the Tetris palette, obviously. I did. I did, okay. I, I did it. I'm not uh, going to do it. Exactly. I'm not going to do it. I'm just thinking about it. Honestly... I did it. As I was sitting there, I was like, do I turn this moment into a TikTok? Because I know I'm yes. going to buy it. I yes. should have. I can fake it and then turn it into one. I'll put it on our podcast. I'll put it Please on our do. podcast. Uh, TikTok. Do. Yeah. So I walked away with that and then a bunch of other stuff from Ulta that I was like, do I need this? Mm, probably. And then the other thing I'm really excited about is I, okay, I'm going to sound like a, a baby when it comes to makeup um, in terms of not realizing that this has probably been around for a long time, but in 2013, I was studying abroad in the UK and I can't remember if it was Fifth Harmony or Little Mix, Little Mix but they did a makeup line with, it may have been Maybelline or one, I'm pretty sure it was Fifth Harmony. Um, nope, it was Little Mix because Perry was in it. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I was like, no. But one of the girls, so each girl like had, I think, a mascara, an eyeliner and like a lip shade uh that was inspired by them and one of them was clear mascara and i was like oh my god i've always wanted clear mascara because i mm -hmm. have pretty like long lashes and sometimes mascara is too much not to brag but like i wear glasses so sometimes yeah but you have no eyebrows so it I, even know, I, have, <laughs> I have no eyebrows too much eyelash uh but sometimes what happens is when i'm wearing my glasses if i push them up too far on my bridge they like hit my yeah. eyelashes and now i've got weird eyelash like mascaras streaks on my glasses it's a problem mm -hmm. so i was like oh well, let me try this clear mascara and it was fantastic i was obsessed with it um didn't go back and buy more and then when i got to the states like when i came back i was like oh i'm sure i can find clear mascara like that won't be a problem couldn't find it anywhere i was like are you kidding me like why is this so hard to find and then i just forgot about it so and flash forward like eight years later while i'm on ulta buying in you know a $40 palette from NYX for Tetris. I was like, oh, I wonder if there's like clear mascara. Let me look at it. There's so much, there's so many brands that have clear mascara now. And I like lost my mind. So I bought, um, oh, I don't remember which brand it was, but I bought some clear mascara that's coming. I'm excited about that. I don't know why that is the thing I'm most excited about to you try. You just use brow gel. I thought about it a few times yeah. and I was like, but what, but what if it's but not what if? it's all and marketing pretty, i know i'm pretty sure that this the one i got is considered like brow and lash mascara and i was like well there's my answer yeah five years later um is it the maybelline the new maybelline that. no i don't know that it, that's a mascara but they did drop a lash and brow serum that is more affordable because it's maybelline well, look it up because I got yeah. my email up. I'll let you know. Also, fun fact, if you want another option for your brows, you can use a lash primer. Because mm. a lot of those lash primers, I'm a huge fan of lash primers. See, here's the thing. I am lazy mm -hmm. when I do my own makeup. I hate fucking primers. But 
as an artist, I know how valuable they are. Yeah. A lash primer, if you put it on your lashes before or even without mascara, your lashes are going to be healthy and grow strong, which is not up a need that you have, obviously, but it's a need other people have. But the same thing for your brows. If you put it on at night, it has that vitamin E and that collagen and all those good, good things. And like you can Hmm. just put it on anywhere. Hmm. Yeah. I should, I don't know. Like, I think I, I, at one point I was like, oh, I should just ask Julia like 8,000 questions. I was like, no, 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 she's busy. But then I got to the eyebrow thing and I was like, I have, I need her opinion. I'm on too many websites. Yes. I, this is, I mean, the reason I started a podcast on beauty is because I'm just obsessed about the topic and I'm obsessed about the science and the formulation and the product development. So I know product and I know like, I may not be an Instagram level technique, winged eye, beat face kind of makeup artist, but Mm -hmm. I know the science and I know the products and I know how it works with the human body. And I am never, ever, ever, ever too busy to talk beauty. I feel like the listeners are the same way because I've had a few people DM me recently and they're like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I wasn't going to, but like, I couldn't (laughs) find the answer elsewhere. And I was like, no, literally like DM me all the time. This is all I want to talk about ever. Oh, then I'm going to come at you with a lot of questions because I've got questions about like skincare stuff. And I know you've been like deep on that lately. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, real quick for the clear mascara I went with, um, it's the Petite and Pretty, and it is clear mascara and brow gel. So I will probably do that during the day and then do my little my little concoction Caster, that I made yep, oil yep, yep, at yep. night. Because yep. um, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to just have I just want those eyebrows back that I had when I was 12 years yeah. old. Like looking back, I'm like oh, they're so good. I know I've been, I've been on the journey for a few years growing them Mm -hmm. back. And one, one of them is to almost a good place. And the other one is just not at all, (laughs) at all, like almost (laughs) no improvement. So I have one sperm brow, like half of my face is nineties. And then the other half is like modern day. I'm like, they look great now. And thank you. I have the, um, the new Kosas Beauty Air Brow. They just dropped Ooh. a whole brow lineup and it's the clear brow gel, which I mm. really, really, really love. Clean beauty, great ingredients, really amazing hold. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who's a fan of the NYX Eyebrow Glue, this is a very mm-hmm. similar type of hold. It'll really grip it. Um, and then Rowan Beauty, which is also clean beauty, a little bit more of a luxury price point, um, skinny brow pencil. And then that's it. I, I like very hardcore attack my eyebrows to stimulate the follicles with the clear brow gel, brush Mm -hmm. it through. And then I like give a few minutes. I wait until the brows still, even with the gel and everything, they still kind of need to settle into a comfortable spot, into a comfortable Mm -hmm. seat. And then once that's done, I'll go in and I'll just kind of fill wherever the gaps are instead of just doing a whole new brow on top. And it works. Yeah. 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 They look great. Thank you. They look very natural to me via this Zoom. (laughs) What's your first beauty memory or like your most prominent beauty memory? First prominent memory tied to beauty. Answer one or all or any of those questions. (laughs) I was like, I just feel like. I just feel yeah. like everyone has that moment, that gateway that like unlocks the beauty for them. And for me, it was stealing a lawn comb mascara from my mother's makeup bag. And then just like I would put on the mm. mascara. I would come home from school, put on the mascara when I was a little, little, little girl. Uh-huh. Come home from school, put on the mascara, like walk around the house and then take it off before she came home from work. So she wouldn't find out. And thank <laughs> God my grandma who... The day that we're recording this podcast, not to like be morose, but the day that we're recording this podcast, it's three years to the day of my grandmother's passing. I miss her every day. I love her so much, Um, but I hope she's she's resting in peace. And she would just kind of she would have a homemade personal pizza ready to go while I was wearing my mom's stolen mascara and writing to my pen pal who lived in Vail, Vail, Colorado. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I went to a Montessori school, so that's how shit goes. But like, that was my first kind of gateway memory into beauty that got my obsession started. And so I was wondering if you had a prominent 
memory in your mind of like what opened that door for you. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, thank you for sharing today with me. Um, as it's your grandma's anniversary. I'm happy to, I'm happy to, because you, you. out of everyone in my life, my fiance included, you, you are the one (laughs) I share the most with. Oh, I got the warm fuzzies. Um, uh, first prominent makeup memory could be makeup could be skin could be hair could be just anything beauty or like or like oh here's here's a question Mm -hmm. why don't we just go ahead and and get in get in real deep oh what what is the most (laughs) prominent memory that you have of a time that you felt beautiful Ooh, okay that actually and this was i was like oh will this be my answer so i've been wearing makeup i want to say probably since i was in high school since i started high school actually no earlier than that probably like 12 13 it would be like a little bit of mascara or something um and i again early 2000s so i was like very into the emo scene a lot of just thick mm-hmm black eyeliner that Mm -hmm. wasn't really (laughs) applied with any rhyme or reason um and by the time i was like a senior in high school i was much better at doing eyeliner toned down a bit um but this was my senior year of high school my uh i was in acapella choir and chambers choir and we were in san francisco doing a um competition we were having like a rough go of it um and we were like oh are we gonna make it to the finals and i think it was the day before finals or it was the yeah it was the day before finals and all my friends and i were like you know what let's just like go out have a great time and my friend ashley was like lex can i do your makeup like i've always wanted to do your makeup you just have like such a like fun structure and i love your eyes like can i do your makeup i was like yeah sure and she did my eye makeup and the way and and this is actually part of the reason why i I, like i to this day i still try to create the like eyeliner look that she did on me because it was like it just fit my face so perfectly Mm -hmm. and i remember like looking in the mirror and being like i will never look more beautiful than i do on this day Mm -hmm. and it just felt it was the one of the first times where I felt like myself in makeup. Um, I've struggled with acne since I was 11 or 12. Um, still struggle with it. Uh, and so for a really long time, I think it was up until about that point, I used makeup as a way to try to hide my acne, try to hide myself, yeah. hide my face. And that when like letting Ashley do my makeup, I that was the first time where I was like, oh, makeup is art and it can be used to like help you show people who you are. This is a way to express yourself. It doesn't have to be a way to hide yourself. You can actually be very loud and bold in you with your makeup. And it like I felt so good in my skin that day. And I'm not saying it was me, but I think and she did like a few other people's makeup. She was like, we're going to look like rock stars. Even if we lose this competition, we went and we crushed it. And I think we came in second or third in the competition. And then we were just on like cloud nine, a bunch of like 17, 18 year olds running around being idiots in San Francisco, which like really where else are you going to be? But um, sounds difficult. A lot of hills. <laughs> we were in a pretty flat area. I think we were in the down like. I don't know where we were. It was kind of flat where we were. So we were fine. But that's the um, right answer. We didn't. Know. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a rough trip, though. Like at one point we went into Chinatown and our hotel was on Fisherman's Wharf and it like started raining. And so we had to walk back uphill to get back to our hotel and everybody was just miserable, but having a great time. But that was that's like one of the first big memories that I have of like feeling at home in my skin because of my makeup versus like trying to hide myself with makeup and then after that i like wound up working at hot topic and so i had access to like oh i I think i had like 60 different shades of eyeshadow from hot topic at one point in time and i would just go ham like i just went wild creating eye looks wait i didn't know hot topic sold makeup they used to i don't know if they i think they still do but at the time they had it was like when metallics were really in but they would do these really bold shades um and i had i think every time they released a new shade i would buy it because they were it was like 
maybe six dollars, actually like six or eight dollars. And at Hot Topic at the time, uh, employee discount was 40 percent. So most of my paycheck just went straight back to them. But uh, my friend Tiffany and I and Tiffany was or is an artist. And so she would we would like open whatever we both don't work there anymore she would open them up and we would get them and she would test the pigment and she'd be like this one's good this one isn't like buy buy this one don't buy this one and then we would just play around and she and i would be like okay on this day i'm wearing the teal and the green you should do teal and purple like let's match our eye makeup and so we would just like use it to match and have fun and like be hot topic buddies and it was just a lot of fun so it became another clueless, way to express ourselves. but make it hot topic <laughs> clueless but make it kind of goth so then from that point on it just like makeup's always been a way that i kind of express myself or like put on my war paint and feel more together together if that makes sense yeah like, 100 yeah i'm like even when life is hard and i feel like everything's cr crumbling around if i can get this wing to look good like we're doing okay yeah it's the small wins small yeah. wins in the world yeah have you ever had to do crazy makeup for a role i personally oh, wait, really quickly i oh, just yes. want to backpedal because um here is the sad truth i i hate to disappoint people but the sad truth is it's so 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 much easier to do mm -hmm. someone else's winged eyeliner than to do yep. your own you yeah. see the angle you see the bigger picture you have more control doing it on yourself because you're putting it on your eyes your perspective is so fucked up yep but when you do it on someone else you have full perspective and you're able to really place it and have it be perfect so like it's truly it's literally the easiest thing ever because you literally just follow the shape of the eye and swipe and then mm -hmm. that's it there's your baby wing build if you want to and it's like so trippy to me how i'll go to put a winged liner or any eyeliner on a model or whoever i'm working on and i'll just nail it the first try and just be like this is easy just a little flick of the wrist and then i'll go to put it on myself <laughs> and i will look like who's the lady from the princess from that disney movie that had the mascara running down her face. That's what I look like when I try to do my own eyeliner. Uh, there's so many. I, think. I also have, she had like a big puffy dress, like a pink puffy dress. I think oh, she was oh, in oh, the Princess oh. and the um, Frog. Princess and the Frog. Uh, Charlotte. Yeah. I love her. She's. Yeah. That's what I look like when I put on liner is when her mascara is running down and she's like sweating. That's <laughs> Wish what I look stars like. is for babies and crazy people. I love her. I love I've that never movie. seen it. I've never seen it. I know there are a lot of Disney movies I haven't seen. Oh, that one and Leela and Stitch. Those are like either, top, yeah. top two. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, no, I saw all list. the shitty ones. All the class, quote unquote, classic shitty ones that everyone's no. like, this is Matt. I am going to say this right now. This mm -hmm. may lose listeners. This may get me a lot of hate. <laughs> Ariel is not the best fucking princess. Mm -mm, she's, she's not. not. She gave up her autonomy for some D. <laughs> and and also, he wasn't even that fucking like he's, he's fine. A, he's whatever. But he's Aladdin just, is right there. Thinking. Oh my god. Aladdin is that just right did there. something to my body in this moment when you said that name. <laughs> uh, but it's so like it, like Eric is the kind of guy that you know like doesn't have any respect for his staff like i was always a beast kind of <laughs> chick like that like oh, friendly rapport Adam, yeah. that he had with you know his staff and how it was like a, mm -hmm. you know it was a vibe and honestly i was so fucking disappointed when disney made him into this pretty boy with the hair after the transformation because mm -hmm. i was so into the beast and i feel like full circle this explains why i dated a sicilian who needed to get waxed <laughs> this now makes okay we're having epiphanies here on the makeup artist chronicle we're getting deep with it yeah i i will also say like and as i've gotten older i'm like this is just even creepier like okay we know that ariel can write so is she not going to write a letter explaining what's going on like why are we not communicating in that way unless her written language is not english maybe 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 
but I don't I don't think so. Um, Eric, like you can't talk to her. It's weird. It's it makes me kind of uncomfortable. I don't Mm -hmm. I can't really pin it. Um, oh, also, he's a predator like, for sure. She's hot. No, no, he's I'm a predator she's for hot. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Her dad, though, he could get it. Oh, Triton King, yeah. King Triton could fucking yeah, get it. That's what's up. This is this is devolving. <laughs> we is need devolving. therapy. <laughs> um, we're in therapy, but we that's need true. more. <laughs> this is also the second time this oh, week that boy. you and I have spoken mm-hmm. about mermaids on oh God, air. On fucking air. <laughs> so please we check to... out the peony, peony a mermaid podcast. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Gonna I was gonna say, is there like niche therapy for for us specifically regarding this like mermaid nonsense? What's up? I live in I California, know. Northern mm-hmm. California. So yes, mm-hmm. there is literally the the amount the the therapist here gets so specific. That I wouldn't be surprised Whoa. if there's like a Birkenstock therapist. <laughs> like they're so specific. You know what living up here has done to me? I've rolled down my window no. today, leaving a car wash to yell at a man on a bicycle to say, sir, <laughs> I hope this isn't inappropriate, but you have a really nice aura. <laughs> Who the fuck am I? I all of my know. friends, all of my New York oh friends are like, come back come back what's happening who are I you i think i think that's just well maybe it's like the bay area and because i feel like la will do that except we'll like have more of a vocal fry when we do it like oh my god your aura is just like really speaking to me you know like like alexis rose <laughs> oh david um <laughs> i love alexis now i'm just thinking the I'm a little bit Alexis, even when I'm not. I Ooh, nailed it. This so is silly. why you are an actor. This specifically, this is why I'm forty five thousand dollars in debt for my student loans to reenact that. It's fine. It's look. Yeah, I went to USC. I have friends who are like triple, quadruple what I've got, so I'm okay. Doing okay. What were we talking about? I think you had a, a question. Role, a role that you had where you had to oh, do crazy makeup? Yes. Um, nothing too insane that's coming to mind. Uh, there was in high school, um, I played, it's called Jolly Roger and the Pirate Queen. It's not great. <laughs> but uh, what, it was one it, of the- what, If you had to put like a film rating on it in terms of like parental- <laughs> Parental rating. Oh, is it like uh, a G? PG? Yeah. Oh, it's a PG. Maybe PG. See, because yeah. that title immediately tells me M A N C seventeen. This mm. could be a porno. Mm-mm. No. Well, uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> so I played um, a pirate who was a nice. person who was convinced she was a parrot, and her name was Parrot. And literally, my lines were squawk. Like I fake squawked, um, except I I know it's insane. How old were you? Uh, like sixteen. Too old because it was yeah it was in high school, um, but it was one of the few plays that my drama club could afford uh, in terms of the rights. So I'm we dying. Did that. <laughs> um, I'm it was dying. pretty terrible. We oh had terrible God. English accents because none of us like we. This was in Palmdale. Whoa 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 whoa. whoa. Hold, Hold on. on. Yeah. Did you have to squawk in an English accent? I didn't have to. Okay. So for whatever reason, this was the role that everybody wanted. Like everyone wanted this role. I actually wanted to play um the father of like the protagonist because he his all of his lines were terrible puns. And I was like, this would be yes. so much fun to do. Um but uh there are our acting director no not our director because it was directed by another student uh well it was supposed to be directed by another student anyway um drama drama yeah. drama club um, who would have thought uh our what is it called like your pirate the, hookers the adult maybe <laughs> no our adult who's like in charge of the club like sponsor i guess i don't know i don't mm-hmm. what advisor mm-hmm. there it is that's Ed- the word mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um she yeah. was like no we're gonna cast uh this kid david in the role because like that's the one that he fits the most blah blah i was like fine 
And um, so a bunch of people wanted the role that I got and they were like, oh, if I do it, I'm going to squawk like this. And then they would let out these god awful shrieks like like a parrot would. And so they were very committed. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, it's going to ruin my voice. I am. I'm not about it. It's that's going to be it. We're so irritating to the audience. It's irritating to me now. So when I, whenever I would read the part, I'd be like, oh yeah, squawk. Like, like an English, it's a person pretending to be a parrot. Like, yeah. yeah. So my squawks had a little bit of an English accent to it. And our advisor was like, it's hilarious when you do it. So you're going to be the parrot person. I was like, okay. And then people were really mad that they weren't the parrot. I hope that that's a role listed on your what are they called <laughs> my resume on your headshot yeah 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 no it's not because it's okay. so long ago but it could be um if i ever have to play a parrot again i can be like i've done it before so for it my my best friend's mom who did all the costumes she got a vest and then she like hot glued different colored feathers to it so yeah. it, i kind of look like a linebacker <laughs> like i had these massive feathered shoulder pads it was insane That's um amazing. so for my makeup what i did is I did like really bold colors for uh my eye makeup and then i think we used a little bit yeah we used some spearmint gum to like glue feathers onto and around my face so that was probably hold on question mm-hmm. what i know there might be photos somewhere. I think I only did the spearmint gum like one night because spearmint gum is so difficult to get off of your face. Ice. Oh, you get you well, get gum off of stuff if you use ice because it ultimately oh. makes it contract and stiffen, and then it just falls right off. I am full of such sense. fucking weird information. No, it's helpful what now. You, who was chewing the gum before putting it on your face? What you no. chew the gum and then put it on your face? <laughs> Not actual <laughs> gum. <laughs> oh. Oh no! <laughs> Hold on, let me make sure I'm calling this the right I thing. Thought, uh, I thought you were literally just like chewing some gum and then plopping it on your face. I was about to be impressed uh, at how uh, it stayed on the skin. No, I'm probably calling it the wrong thing. Although actual um, gum, chewing gum, if you get it on your clothes or something, ice. Ice will get it off. I don't know about what you were using. Spirit gum. So that was part of the problem is because I was calling it spearmint <laughs> gum. Spirit gum is what it's called. Oh, it burns I my swear eyes. to God, I went to theater school. I promise. It's been a long time since I've had to use spirit gum hey um, you went to like, theater school okay not spelling school <laughs> i'm terrible at spelling uh Same. also i only took one semester of makeup class so there's that spirit Wait, gum what? is what it's called makeup class yeah so you could do theater and stage makeup i would actually i would say i probably did the like most wild makeup when i was taking that class so in that class each week was like a different we're teaching you how to do a different thing. So we're going to teach you how to contour your face so that you look more gaunt while you're on stage. Uh, if you're playing a character who's super sick, we're going to teach you how to do your makeup for a small black box, like intimate show versus like if you're on a huge stage at Pantages and you need, you know, people in the back row and in the nosebleed to know that you're playing an old woman, like here's how you would do your makeup. Um, so we did all of that. And then, we did a week where it was like, make yourself look like a celebrity. And I was like, uh, this was before like Lena Dunham was like at her height. So because that would have been who I went with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted I think I wanted to go with Catherine Zeta Jones for some reason. I was like, Ooh. yeah, she might be fun. Ooh. Um, she's having a resurgence. Have you seen how good she's been looking lately? Oh, no. She has been. Amazing. I think she has a new project or something. And she just she is stunning stunning sorry i keep derailing no that's okay um and then but the one that i did that was like the most fun and i cannot remember what they are called but in tron legacy there are all of the oh the sirens there we go so in tron legacy there are sirens who if you haven't seen tron legacy i have not they have like all like very pale white skin um mm-hmm. kind of they kind of got like a colon vibe going on um colon the colon like from twilight the colons so oh i thought you were terrible saying, vampire reference. i thought you were saying she had like a bowel deficiency <laughs> no 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 but they have okay. this like really really like dewy iridescent pale skin vibe going on and then very dark 
bold eyeliner, dark, Mm -hmm. like jet black uh, eye makeup going Mm -hmm. on. So you got to pick like makeup from a film and that was what I went with. And so getting to learn how to like contour and highlight when you're also just trying to like make your face white and glittery that that was a lot of fun um so i did that look but that was that was for an acting or more for a theater class versus like a role the parrot look was probably the most intense just because of the like sticking feathers to my face at 16 years old i don't recommend it you know if anybody's ever like do you want to play a pirate who thinks they're a parrot i pass (laughs) it's so silly I mean, I don't know. You know, acting's acting. (laughs) And and if you do it now, you have to put it on your resume. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) We just do like a 20 year anniversary. We're like, we're going to reprise everyone's role. Yeah. Into it. Well, I want to be mindful of time. Um, Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. This was fun. This was so much fun. Can you leave the people with maybe a tip, a word of advice, something to do with beauty that you learned the hard way that you want to save other people from having to learn the hard Mm. way? Yeah. Um, This is one that I learned recently. Um, and it's been super helpful for me, but especially with skincare, like less is more in terms of the amount of products that you're using. And everybody's skin like does vary, but um, I know for me, I was doing like a face wash and then a toner and then like a serum and then another thing and then a moisturizer and then a spot treatment. Like it was just a lot, a lot, a lot of product. And my face was so dry and doing some research um uh i saw a lot of dermatologists who were like just go back to basics like or i wound up going to see a dermatologist and i was like this is everything i'm doing and he was like you're probably overstripping your skin and you should take it back to basics just do a wash and a moisturizer see where you are and then if you need add a toner like I think I was trying to solve for things by adding more product. Mm-hmm. And he was like, go mm-hmm. backwards, go backwards. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, if you're struggling with your skin, I would say try to start start very simply and then mm-hmm. build as needed. So yeah, that's, that's a great, yeah. great piece of advice. That's a great piece of advice. Thank you. I love yeah, you. Yeah, you're welcome. I love you, too. Thanks for Check having me. Check us out on the peony yeah. every Thursday. Yep. Should we do our signature sign off? Yeah. Bye. Bye. thank you for listening to today's episode please subscribe rate and leave us a review and tell your friends about the makeup artist chronicle too you can always get more content on instagram at mua chronicle so don't forget to follow me there and while you're following the chronicle on social and on spotify also be sure to check out lady brie who sings our theme song microphone throw some follows her way talk to you soon microphone.